man. Come on, turn this shit up. There you go. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Wait, I'm gonna turn that too low. Uh, you may be wondering what you're listening to. I would be, right? If this this came on uh, on my headphones. Uh, this is the you. Wait, hold on. Let me get it right. This is you guys are my friends of the podcast, right? There you go. My name is Nacho Nova. I think I got that right. Uh, I'm one of the two hosts, you know, uh, of this podcast. <clears throat> you may be asking yourself, what is a podcast? Uh, well, it's like a radio program. You may be asking yourself, what's a radio program? Uh, what it is, it's like a TV show, but just the sound. Uh, and you may be asking yourself, what is a TV show? Uh, it's like uh, Netflix, but on, on the TV, right? I mean, well, that's about as basic as I can get. Uh, anyhow, folks, this week we get into, uh, well, this podcast, you'll hear it. Um, instead of getting to, you know, the, the origins of our friendship, you know, we've been friends for a fucking million years. This, uh, this, a lot of this goes back to like 1996 or something. Uh, but you know, I know this dude for a long time and it's one of those, you know, I'm sure we've shaped each other's lives. I uh, just got a letter from my grandmother in the mail today. My grandfather died a couple weeks ago. I forgot. I don't think I mentioned shit like that, right? But uh, it was nice for her. You know, it was nice to get the letter. I mean, come on. Uh, she's one of the people that has shaped my life. Uh, not so much my grandfather, but what, what can you do, right? <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Um, I, I, I feel like I had stuff to say. If you can hear noise in the background, the building house next door still. I know it's an echoey studio. You're going to hear some echoes in this one, too. What can you do? I mean, I'm working on getting some sound baffling. Uh, all right, folks. Uh, I haven't mentioned my social media in a while because uh, I haven't been doing anything on it except for sulking and soliciting people for ganj. But uh, I'm at Nacho Nova on, what do you call it, Twitter. Uh, hey, join join me in reporting uh, Nazis, right? It's a, it's a hell of a load of fun. Uh, also, Instagram, you know, come on, you, you, you do this stuff. All right, folks, uh, I, I command you to go on iTunes and rate this thing five stars. This thing is a podcast. What is a podcast, you may ask? Eh? Okay, never mind. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Sorry, I should clarify. What kind of donuts? Um, oh, okay. Well, they, they were Dunkin' Donuts brand donuts. Uh, the two donuts she left me were a uh, a plain glazed donut and a chocolate cake donut. Uh, I don't. It didn't sound like you liked that one. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> I, had <to> <laughs> I had to tell her. 
Because, yeah. Because honesty is, is the cornerstone of a good relationship. Yeah. And uh, so I had to, you know, so, like, I hate it when I'm in a situation where I should just be grateful. Because nobody had to get me any donuts. And I, but I got a donut. But it yeah. was a donut that I would not have chosen for myself. Yeah, it's like, it sucks when uh, somebody asks you for your opinion. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I have to give my honest opinion. Yeah, and then, you know, because, like, lying to you about it is much worse. That'll exactly. be the problem. I always describe it as, like, yeah, I mean, well, it, I don't describe it as. It just simply is that uh, when you have little things like that and you and you don't have an honesty basis for your relationship, mm-hmm. you can't tell a person something like that, then you'll... Uh, You'll slowly, like, start harboring little resentments to things that, like, bug you, but you can't correct in the other person. Yeah. Not correct in the sense that makes them right and proper in the way that they should be, but correct in the being with this person as a mate and not agitating a thing if it's not a big thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It becomes uh, something where people cannot really... Well, not only not trust each other, but they can't come to each other. They can't. Uh, uh, it, it's like you, you know, when, when when you're not able to have that discussion, it's like you're you're both retreating off to your separate foxholes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, All right, we, we, this is going to become eventually a little bit more standoffish and then adversarial. Yeah. It'll just become one of the things that, like, thirty years down the line, when you snap and scream at each other when you're getting divorced then you'll just add something in about having to eat your fucking bland casserole all the goddamn <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. it'll, be, it'll just be something that'll, that'll, that'll always be there riding in the back of your brain that you silently kind of a little resent. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. Yeah, there's more joy in watching, the, watching them be happy and thinking that you like what they made. There's less conflict in it. It's easier to do. And it can feel like it's the right and good thing to do. Yeah. But the better thing you know to say, hey, you know, I don't, I don't really like this. <laughs> well, you know, I, I rather than just have something like that, like I, I'll, I'll, I'll vocalize the thing that I don't like. Like, like for example, and the, you know, the, the, the rice is the rice is kind of dry. You know, dry. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, nothing. I was just vocalizing your uh, complaints. In the way that they sound to me in in my head, like you would say them, because like you, right now you're explaining in a way that like is sensible, but yeah. I, I know you to be a much more like responsive to your, uh, your observations and blurting them out. Type yeah, blunt. So, what was your characterization? How would I uh, truthfully act in the situation? <laughs> this is real dry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see that. There's too much cheese on this. Like that type of yeah. You would just compl- the moment you would notice what the complaint is in your head, you would express it. Ah, uh, you got me. Hey, yeah, but if it's but something I mean, super yeah. good, I'll, I'll blurt it out too. Like this is super good. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's a good way to be. Like, uh, that, you don't have to force yourself to be an honest person because you're just uh, you're just naturally an honest person. 
Yeah, it's one of those things that I've gotten shit for over my life. People don't like it, you know. People do not like it. No, they don't. But it, it is good to learn how to selectively buy with the people that don't matter to you, I suppose. So that they don't feel... Oh, sorry, I'm walking away from the microphone. I'm sorry. So that they don't feel like you're an asshole, right? They can walk away feeling like, all right, this, this uh, stranger who I happen to cross paths with uh, reaffirms my faith in humanity, right? Like, people are gen- generally good. Well, I, I guess I only do that specifically with coworkers because they're, they're, they are people that I have to continually interact with. Yeah, I gotcha. If there's somebody that I can tell that who I am will rub them the wrong way, but it's a chance, you know, meeting of a person in, in the world randomly, then I'll usually let myself rub them, which is not so bad. <laughs> Uh, but in, in the, in the wrong way, if I want to, cause then I figure it's like, well, I'm never going to see this person again. Like it's, it, they, they, their disapproval of who I am as a person isn't more important than my approval of it. If anything, they equal out into neutral and neutrality. Yeah. It just averages out to another meaningless interaction. Yeah, exactly. So then, I, then I don't care. But then when it's people at work, I generally try to be more get-alongable with than anywhere else. Like, uh, what do you mean, customers or coworkers? Coworkers. Yeah. No, not as much with customers. I mean, with customers, I, I'm just delightful. Because <laughs> naturally, we, it's a fun way to be. Like, it's fun to be delightful to people. Like, it's nice. It's nice leaving people with like when people leave the store and they felt like they've had a positive interaction or somebody leaves the store smiling. I don't know. It's just nice. It's, it picks me up. I get what you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, I think that's one of the things that you and me have uh, in common uh, in terms of our professional uh, careers, right? I, and I do describe them as careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of customer service, right? We do. And we do a lot of charming on the way. Well, yeah, but that... Uh, that's that's free with the packaging. Uh, you know what I mean? Package means genitals. Oh! Why don't you open this package? Package means genitals! Hey, can you hear my uh, drum machine? Yeah, but it just kind of sounds like you're throwing stationery across your desk. All right, well, I'm not going to use it then. That's, that's, that's my... Uh, Korg Super Percussion Programmable Digital Drum Machine. Whoa. Super duper percussion? All right, forget it. <laughs> Turn it off. Uh, yeah, uh, but th- that's the same thing. Like That's what I was complaining to you earlier about my current job and how I'm not really being put in a situation where I there's any hopes of me succeeding, you know what I mean? Because uh, I'm not being trained, and it's not a situation where it's like, the performance doesn't matter, you know, the performance matters, everything's super rule-based, because I'm working with a non-profit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and, and there's like people donating money, and they want to have a tax deductible, so it's like, everything has to be by the books. Yeah. Uh, but they're not telling me any shit, you know what I mean? So it's just like, it's super frustrating, Jesus. Um, but yeah, because uh, I, I want to, I'm, I'm sure I'm still doing all right, you know, but by my standards, I want to be, a, you know, I, I want to do the thing that the people who have called or, you know, emailed or whatever, 
Like I, I want to make well, it so that that person you is want to do it better necessary. than the other people do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and uh, you know, because when I'm in a situation and, and and I'm stressed out or something's shitty and I got to call customers, like you know what I mean? It's not fun. Yeah. So it's like whenever I have those slightly above average interactions, it's, it's fantastic. I know exactly how you feel because uh, I am also an intellectual narcissist. Oh, you got me, bitch. <laughs> Mother. Having it to me, and I know exactly how that feels. Just because I, I like when I get to, I want to be able to do the task and do it better than the people that have been doing it for a long time to prove to myself that I am superior <laughs> in some fashion. Because otherwise it'll damage my ego. And then, exactly. if I, the, then if I'm left in some sort of situation where I'm simply not given the resources to, to, to act at my yeah. maximum potential, if, exactly. uh, if the, the, the playing field hasn't been even close to leveled, then, then it's obnoxious because there's a, this portrayal of me as not excellent at everything. Oh, yeah. shit. That's, oh, okay. You got it. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and you know, oh, it, okay. Oh, man, you're right. And it's narcissistic. It is. <laughs> you gotta you gotta forgive some things in yourself. Like it doesn't make for a bad character on, on the outside of the world. But it does it does make things more it, it adds more internal conflict if you have conflict. Uh, but right. it's that, that it's a narcissistic thing and then you know, but like say like, oh you know, this manifestation of narcissism doesn't make me a worse person and accept it on those levels, then like, yeah. That's fine. Like, yeah. It really just kind of keeps you striving at your best. The only bad thing that it does is add that internal strive. Well, you know, and, and you, you actually, uh, you kind of uh, uncovered a delicious truffle here. Ooh. Uh, because it's... I'm the pig I, of... <laughs> you, are, you are the... Uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not the productive pig. But the efficient pig. <laughs> I'm the German pig. <laughs> the pig with Farfagnugan. <laughs> Traumbaum. The pig with Farfagnugan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail your thought. No, I remember because it's a delicious trouble. Like, oh, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, it, that's, the, that's an interesting distinction uh, because uh, that, whenever I'm in a situation where I'm like, I feel like I can't really perform to the best of my ability here. It's because it also shakes up my ability to conceive of myself as a hot shot, as a, mm -hmm. as a, as a with it person. And yeah. ultimately that's because the person is off the line. They're gone at the end of the interaction, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Uh, so it's, it's just like, I'm the one who has to sit and chew on my perception of myself. Yeah. Cause you, you have an intrinsic need to have your outside reality reflect what you, what your, your inner construct of who you are is. Interesting. Like, yeah, you know, like I, 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 you know, because, because you'll notice you notice inconsistencies and then those make you upset. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I know I'm smarter than all of my coworkers. I know it because I've talked to them and I can tell how dumb they are right away. <laughs> so you should be able to do this job better than I can, but I'm not getting praised. Like I'm, I'm worried about my performance and this is because of the failing of people not teaching me how to do my performance properly. Uh, you got me, man. That's exactly the issue I've been having. 
No, I feel that every time I start a new job. Like, you know, like I hate it. And, you know, but realistically, it, all, also the other thing, and you know what? And there's, there's a fair degree of self-centeredness in this sort of decision-making as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, <clears throat> once I, a lot of times with the jobs, like, once I once I figure them out, like, when i like, oh, okay, this is everything, this is pretty much yeah. encapsulates my position, I get bored and then I want to quit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like... <clears throat> I did the same thing at what at my last job at the Dial America. Yeah. Oh, like, we can say the name now. Yeah. Now I can. Do, yeah. Now I can talk about it because it doesn't matter. I don't work there anymore. Yeah. Everybody should go if, if we have listeners. They should go on uh, Google and rate them one star. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dial America. No thanks. I, I'm going to tell you about my current one star rating contest. I'm, I'm going to do. Okay. Oh, okay. But go ahead. Oh yeah. No. Uh, real quick. It's a. Uh, at uh, at Stupid Dial America, I was uh, working there. I I had the same kind of experience, where it's just like, yeah, they teach you, but like they teach. <clears throat> well, like they had a training course at the beginning, but they they teach to the lowest common denominator, and usually I have more complex questions than what they're teaching. You know, think of the customers as titties. <laughs> it's not, not quite that bad. Well, you know, I mean, they're just like, say, like, well, because because they're constantly trying to mask what they're really doing, you know, like they they like they have a business model that harasses people and makes yeah. them angry. Yeah, like, like like a salter, like an assaulter. Yeah, I mean, they, they have a socially unjustifiable business model, and they're and they're constantly trying to be upbeat and positive in their attitude, like to a sickening degree, to cover up for the fact. That, that everything everybody's doing is immoral. <laughs> yeah, that the people who learn how to make direct eye contact when they lie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you run into a lot of those people. <laughs> like yeah, like the people that just have completely different personalities on whether they're on the clock or not. There was one guy there like like that. He was. A- uh, yeah. Oh, that mean that kind of business I think attracts those sorts of people. Yeah, like. And he's been working there for like twenty years or thirty years. <laughs> ridiculous. You know, like if you there, there's certain like hip happening bars you go to, or certain car dealerships you go to, where it's that super sleazy kind of gross salesman who's like steeped in that kind of behavior, uh-huh. and they believe in that stuff. You know? Yeah, like their entire personality is an affectation. Yeah! Wow, you're looking—that's a really nice dress on you. It yeah, really brings like, out the color in your eyes. Oh, yeah, like, you can tell, like you know, because a lot of like, but the thing is that a lot of people can't look through that. I know they. they that's, that's that's why the behavior works, and that's why the behavior sticks in the person. Like they yeah, started that's, that's out with that culture, and it found they and it worked. Huh? It's it's like the, it's like uh, evidence of some sort of shitty aspect of culture, right? <clears throat> like if, if people aren't really able to dig a little deeper and people are just kind of like, Oh wow, this person said something that on face value is great. And it's something that I want to hear. So it must be true. I think, it, I think it's part of our culture. Just, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know exactly in which way, like culture definitely has to be blamed for it at some level. At some level, it's just that like, I think people just have a different, like a, 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 a there's a greater variance in people's ability to um, t- to look through false affectations, like 
Well, I guess because they, it's harder to be objective when somebody's saying nice, somebody's saying something nice about you, right? Yeah, I mean that man may, like. I just don't think they like the same way that some people are tone deaf, like mm-hmm. that the, when they can't understand mute. Like you know, you hear them singing and they're just singing all of the wrong notes and they can't <laughs> hear what's what's wrong with it, and it doesn't make any sense because it sh- they should be able to hear it. Like yeah. as a person that's not tone deaf. You, you you have to just accept that they hear things differently that, that they don't that they can't hear things the way that you're hearing them, and I think yeah. it's that same way with that like oh how how good how you did you know oh huh. that 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 that's super smarmy fake tone when you can tell that a person's being an entire like you know is putting on an act. I think some people just can't hear it or, or just yeah. it from gen like the thing that they're doing a vocal. Um, what are the caricature of? They can't yeah, tell yeah, it's the caricature and the real thing. Makes sense, man. Uh, yeah, I guess we're all coming from our own limited places of understanding. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that doesn't... Like, it helps... I don't know. It helps ease the frustration that I feel at the world. Like, um, yeah, you gotta forgive, right? Yeah, and like the just biology makes yeah, it, and it it works because you can I can feed my narcissism with it by you know <laughs> by just reminding myself that like well not everyone can be superior <laughs> oh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah all be chosen people and talented and handsome and just you know and amazing <laughs> like that's you know there's a lot of people with a lot of shortcomings luckily I'm not one of them but I'm not gonna be mad at them for not being perfect. <laughs> It's true. It's true. You're not advocating for genocide here. That's not what this is about. No, not I'm I'm, I'm months from that, <laughs> and at least eighteen months. So yeah, that's like a year and a half. You can measure all sorts of time in months. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, in about uh, you know a year and a half or so, we start coming back on the podcast? You're talking about like, but, but yeah, really, why isn't there a wide entertainment channel? <laughs> why entertainment channel? White. Oh, white. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, white entertainment. TL, TL, TL love vision. So I'm just becoming a white supremacist? Yeah. Uh, one of those new Nazis. Oh, yeah. One of those new Nazis I've been hearing about. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a, a flashier, catchier term than new Nazi. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, newer Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah, it's like this. What oh, fuck? <laughs> fuck. No. <laughs> You're so upset at your drum solo. Because this thing stopped making noise, and I don't know why. Like, I, I'm a bit upset because, like, what the fuck happened? Don't be upset. Ah, oh, man, you just got a new job, so you can't really screw around too much. No, I can't. Why? I was going to say, I'll get some tax returns soon. It'd be fun to fucking get you with a trip up here, man. You've never been to uh, Austin. And oh uh, the, one of the things that Austin is uh, famous for uh, is happening in a, a few weeks which happens to coincide with my birthday, and the event is called uh, a little something known as South by Southwest. 
No, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard the name, but I don't know what that is. You know, I, uh, I told Jessica a couple days ago that I, um, I'm not going to participate in a single South by Southwest event this year um, because it is ridiculous. Uh-huh. It's fucking, you know, have you ever been to Disneyland? No. All right. Have you ever? Oh, it's like Black Friday, man. It's like it's it's, a, it's like imagine yourself in the least comfortable or least desirable kind of situation involving thousands of people. You know, it's not. It's, <laughs> uh, it's no fun. It, it's just it's super oh, yeah. stressful. You crammed together with people all the time, like if you can get in. But usually, it's just like everything is overbooked. There's too many people. But you I can't know get what in. I Oh, South by Southwest is a music festival. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Are it's there, like a, it's a music festival. Did you want to see? Uh, Jesus Christ. Well, actually, uh, one of the uh, headlining musicians is somebody that you may have heard of. Uh, let me see if I can bring up a little uh, clip right here. Bernie Mada. I wish. <laughs> could, you know, he can teach me a thing or two. But here, here you go. At South by Southwest, 2018. Sorry, I just wanted to say Bernie and the Madoffs. I understand. <laughs> no, I'm not contributing. <laughs> His name is a pun. Mm-hmm. More like General Portray Us. <laughs> like it's, it's fun that I nailed a joke. That's going to be on a podcast. And that some guy in sleep is going to hear it. Ideally. Ideally, only the Netherlands and adjacent areas listen to this podcast. You know, I, I couldn't tell you. Like I said, I think I said this in a previous episode, I do not get feedback. Uh, you know what? I can log on right now and tell you uh, if those listeners exist. Um uh, what were we talking about, Bernie Madoff? Oh, yeah, because he made off with our money. Mm-hmm. And our heart. Hold on. Something screwed up. Feedback, monitor off, monitor on. For Christ's sake. Oh, okay, now I can hear myself. Hey. I, I messed up the stupid... I don't know what I did. I I'm good it. at diagnosing your uh, psychological shortcomings because I picked up a lot of that stuff from you. Picked up what stuff? Um, so, psychological shortcomings? Well, not shortcomings, because they're just patterns. Or, I mean, they're, they're not shortcomings if you recognize them and, and deal with them. Oh, wait, you pick them up by observing me, or you have them yourself? Psychological artifacts, I guess. I think I had a, uh, I think I had a predisposition in my brain to pick them up. Mm. And and situationally, because of the, because uh, there's a weird, unique pressure on me to, um, for like, for a certain type of mimicry, like being new in the country. Ah, like, I had to, like, like fit, fit, fitting in ism. Yeah, well, it's because like the the best way to yeah, like the best way to to shield myself from attention or criticism or any of the things that I wanted didn't want to be exposed to or happen to me was to like mimic the general behavior of everyone 
Well, yeah, I mean, there, there is that external pressure a lot of times, I think, too. Yeah, and then with me and you, like, where you were my first close friend, and, uh, you know, like, I, just, I feel like I picked up a lot of uh, my values from you. Oh, that's so much pressure, man. Yeah, no, it just, it, it just like, it was, you know, <laughs> it's, not, it's not your fault. <laughs> I know, but I feel like, like, oh, fuck, I could have been a better person, you know? <laughs> could have been a better person. So it's fine, because, you know, you were just going to be who you were going to be. You're just the chemicals in your brain. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we're all coming from some sort of fucked up place anyway, right? Well, no, but I like who I am, and I like a lot of the things that, you, you know, it's like I always had these anxieties about um, being rude. Yeah. And and you had these real hard cut lines of like what was improper, and and like I don't know, like your your judgment of those things meant a lot to me. What so, was I was I uh, like what is improper? Because I I kind of feel like I let. I, I, I'm more permissive in those situations than a lot of people. Well, I guess a lot of times I have rules. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But well, I, I think now just... you are. But when we were younger, like when we were first meeting, you know, like, this, is, this is when you were still uh, a, a religious young lad. No, well, not religious, but open-minded. <laughs> okay, well, not open-minded, but... Deluded. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, also, in addition to deluded, uh, uh, what do you call it when you're fucking, fucking with everybody and poking at them and, and uh, you're proselytizing? Mm-hmm. Who me? No, me. That was me. I was proselytizing. I was door-to-door salesmaning anybody who would fucking be within six feet of me. Oh. Oh yeah, like you know, but it was like a defense mechanism. Uh, no, nah, it was just all on you, you know? It's just like, like when you're a little kid, a lot of times you, you just kind of, like, parrot your parents, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah, that was something where yeah, I there's, there's a lot of your dad in both of our personalities, too. Oh, boy. And, yeah, yeah, seriously, like, if I have any sort of uh, problem about coming across as narcissistic in my, in my adult life now, like, I was raised by a narcissist, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I have those same narcissistic tendencies. <laughs> like, and, and, and I, like, you know, I'm, I don't know how I got sucked up into that. <laughs> but, like, I can, like, I always see the patterns when I, like, because I, I learned from, like, because I, well, I didn't do it. I never set out to do it, you know, like to, to mimic any sort of behavior. Yeah. But I was always aware of seeing how people interacted with you and uh, and, and what it was in you that was uh, evoking such a, like, I love the response that people had to you. Like, people always liked you. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Like, I probably... Yeah. Liked you. And you know what's funny? Because Jessica has that kind of impression of me, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and me being me, I <laughs> like, I, it, it doesn't, it hasn't reached me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, oh, that makes I, sense for you. <laughs> I don't feel like, obviously, if you talk, you, you've talked with me longer than probably everyone except for my family. You know what I mean? Uh, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't feel that. I, I you know, obviously, like I, I fucking feel like everybody dislikes me. You know what I mean? Hmm. 
Um, maybe that's just my own. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a terrible uh, martyr or something, you know? I don't know. It's uh, the, the, the distinction is harder for you to make than it is for me because, because you've always been uh, um, attractive, physically attractive. When you're active, people react to you in a certain way and treat you a certain way. Oh, it's like a secret handshake or something. Yeah, well, it's a, but it's also just like they, they like you know, they just like you more. It's an it's, it's an instinctual thing almost. Like uh, when they do studies of like when like people have a button that makes a picture go away and they're just being shown pictures of people, they'll always look at attractive people longer. Like, oh, like it doesn't matter about genders or any of that. Yeah, babies will And the activity too. is usually um, focused on uh, uh, symmetry, I guess. Facial symmetry. Or whatever. Genital symmetry. Woohoo! Um, no, but I, I just mean that I I notice more when when people are responding positive like when people like me because like when you're fat <laughs> like people are uh, you know there's a there's a weird uh, like dimension of you that they don't like I don't know but they overlook you or what yeah like I mean it's it's just, like, because I got, uh, then when I got in shape and I got attractive, then I got all of this, a completely different type of attention from both genders, from all ages. Ah. People started responding to me in a completely different way. He, well, yeah, I guess. I could uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it, it was, I know part of it is probably also because I felt more confident about myself. And, Maybe. you know, and it was a bit like it was easier to engage. Yeah, maybe you carried yourself differently. Yeah, but I also, but I can tell the difference between I don't know, just eh. yeah. <laughs> like, like you, you never feel that people like you, whereas I, I feel that they do like me, and I want them to like me, and then I resent them for liking me. Well, if people like me for reasons that I don't want them to like me for, then mm -hmm. I resent them. I don't know. Which is why you would purposely uh, give a speech to, like, you know, if everyone is expecting you to give a funny speech in class. Yeah. You would purposely give one that wasn't funny at all. Like, super boring on purpose. Yeah, because it was more important to you to dash everyone's expectations of you. Because you, you, I guess you also didn't want them to make you their clown. Well, yeah, exactly right. I mean, uh, I, I'm a peer. I'm not any. I'm not separate from you. I'm not your entertainer. Like, let me do this on my terms, and uh, by, by by doing it my terms, I'm gonna fucking fuck this up. Mm hmm. Maybe. Uh, I wonder if, the, if some of that was uh, in actuality succumbing to pressure. Oh, because uh, I didn't think that I'd be able to. Uh, live up to their expectations. Yeah, like maybe to self sabotage. Fear, but like uh, it, 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 I've never interpreted it like that before because you got real joy out of dashing their hopes. Yeah, it was more I, like a Kaufman esque joke in my mind. Well, that's how I was coming at it from. I I, I don't like if it does come from a place of 
fear or like I'm not going to live up to their expectations. Mm -hmm. That's something that's like rooted in childhood and caught up in that sort of never getting attention from my two substance abusing parents, you know, who were caught up in their own addictions. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that probably has more to do with my attention sinking and, and constantly needing validation and attention and pay attention to me. I have a podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm the I'm your co-star. <laughs> but I guess we both have like independent like in in our independent lives, even coming from different places before we met each other. Mm -hmm. You know, we both probably had a fair amount of that. Pay attention yeah. to me, you know. Mm -hmm. no, like I mean, a lot of my mimicking your behaviors came from that. Like you know, I. I all of a sudden didn't have a uh, father figure anymore. Hey, and you know what's interesting? And I never thought about this until right now. Mm -hmm. But the year I met you, you know, when you had just come to America. Uh, yeah. That was the year after my mother went to prison. Oh, wow. So it That's was just like, like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I didn't know it was that close to it. Yeah, it was the very year after, and my father was hanging out with your mother. You know what I mean? Your mother's like yeah. uh, super motherly. If you know what I'm talking about, woo! <laughs> you have you have uh, maternal yearnings. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> but yeah, no, that makes sense. And like, you know, my mom was very accepting of, of everyone. <laughs> exactly right. Like, I hung out with your mother all day. She would cook food for us. We'd hang out. We'd read Mad Magazine. Why would we read Mad Magazine? She would uh, always refer to all of us, like, to, to both of you as her children as well. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, and, you know, we go over to your grandmother's house, your fucking family shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, this is something I remembered a couple days ago, too, when I was mm -hmm. uh, talking. I was talking. I'm, I'm whispering. Uh, I was talking. Because me and Jessica were talking about this a couple days ago. Uh, but like when I found out that my mother was dead, when I fucking got the word from, I think my aunt, you know, I was over at your house and I think we were like going, we were like fucking internet chatting or something like that, you know? We, um, no, we were at, uh, I forgot where we were. I just remember that we, we went to the school and I guess Mrs. Uh, Phillips the the uh, AP teacher yeah I remember she she had heard and then she said something like she told you like the like what are you doing here like you should you shouldn't be here at school like just go home and then so then we both went home and then we went over to my house and then we were internet chatting oh. and, then, and then my mother came home and she was like you know and I was supposed to be at school and she was like yeah because I remember. She was like, what are you doing? You know, like she pulled me aside and was questioning me about why I wasn't at school. And then I'll, I'll, like, I just told her, I was like, oh, Eric's mother died. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, like, that, was, that was it. I didn't have to say anything else. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's like a get out of jail free card. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly, I, I, now that you mention it, I remember it, but I didn't remember it. That, that certainly isn't free. Free? You said uh, it's like a get out of jail free card. Oh, yeah, that's not free. There's a there's a price to pay. There's <laughs> a price you can think of. Yeah, it, it is tough, man. Uh, that was one of the big ones. Uh, but you know, that, I mean, uh, like I'm saying, like in that particular period of 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 my life, you know, 
I wouldn't say uh, uh, I was looking. Well, maybe you know, maybe you're, you're, I'm always looking for that approval, you know, especially at that age. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, at that age you're much more just neurotic, I think. But I don't know. I don't, well, I don't remember exactly. Like, I mean, because I was, I was like, you know, I just learned the language. Like I was doing this type of thing where, it's, I, like, I don't think. I mean, obviously, at that age, I never noticed or would have thought to acknowledge that I was looking for a father. <coughs> and I never felt that I was missing a father figure. But I was like, I was also in a stage where I was like, I was, I was worried about modeling my behavior as American behavior. Yeah. And uh, so I think I started mimicking you in certain ways. <laughs> You know, I, 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 you know, we all kind of... But I'm sure you took up some things from me. Oh, Jesus Christ, man, I'm sure. I wouldn't uh, know what they are. But uh, sure. Well, uh, let's see, man. I mean, uh, I can be known to for so goddamn long. It's it's like to think that back, that, that, that far back, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. To think of... Like, you don't know what your personality was like when you were 11 years old or 12 years old. Well, you know, I... Uh, Something that I, I be, before I met you, I was more kind of just like being quiet and observing. You know what I mean? And I think I've kind of reverted back to that now that I don't, we don't hang out because we're in different cities, you know. Hmm. But like I, I, I'm just more kind of like my own, just fucking sit back and not integrate myself, and you know, just sit back and observe. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like hanging out with you is just like, oh, this dude gets it. You know what I mean? So uh, you know, it was easier to be like more gregarious and uh, uh what do you call it outgoing yeah exactly right even the validation of one person makes a giant difference yeah being understood right fucking christ's sake yeah. that, that, that was always super evident to me about like uh with the classes like in high school and then in college and like just forever like if i have one friend or confidant in the classroom I can be, like, I'll be a class, like, I'll be, like, you know, the most participant person in that classroom. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, if I'm in a classroom where I just don't know anybody else, I'll just be quiet and studious and never really say anything. <laughs> yeah, just, you might as well, uh, you're just getting it, uh, getting through with it, you know? Hmm. But, but at least that changed when I went back to college most recently. Yeah, that's good. Well, and you know, my approach to things. Older than everyone else, that was just like, well, all these, these are just stupid children. I don't care what they think, and I would just try to engage in dialogue with teachers. Yeah, I guess they would be closer to your age group. Uh, yeah, like not in dialogues, but I would just, uh, you know, I would ask the questions that I was actually wondering rather than being worried about raising my hand. Class yeah, I mean, people probably just don't care as much when they're older, you know. I know I, I certainly don't. I, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily maturity and just kind of doesn't matter. Who cares? I, I kind of at this point in my life, we figured I, I turn a lot of people off in terms of behavior. Hmm. No, you're, you're mostly just too hard on yourself. <laughs> it's like how I was just describing you. It's not a coincidence that uh, Jessica would describe you in the exact same way when me and Jessica haven't talked about this fact beforehand. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still trying to say, like, I get it. Most people don't like me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so resistant. 
to it. <laughs> like, you just don't want to accept that, you know, that people, like, re- respond to you in a very positive manner. That's weird. Like, you know, and I, I think whether I want to do or not, like, I noticed the levels of, like, you know, like, one thing that did that to people, like, one of the things that made people respond to you that way that I wanted people to respond to me was earnestness. Yeah, I get you. Well, do people and, like that seriously because I, uh, yeah, no, they do. Like it's, it's like they they have a they have integrated filters that they're not aware of that pick funny things to you know at least to some, some of them. <laughs> yeah, the the people whose interaction you care about. Anyway, like I, people become more guarded when things become you know less earnest, whether they're aware of it or not. Yeah, I get it. Like, like if you have your guard, if it feels like you have your guards down to people, then they put their guards down around you. Ah. And you, you are always too immediate and earnest with your self-deprecation. <laughs> Which, but you always did your self-deprecation in a in a way that I, I still do now, where it's like you self-deprecate, but you do it to a level of such absurdity that like that it doesn't that it doesn't make me feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's good. Right, I'm not going for pity. Because you would always be like, ah, like, I'm, you know, you would you would do something like spill a cup and like, yeah, and they'd be like, I'm such a stupid fucking idiot. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. like that that makes a joke out of the concept of being mad at myself about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's, so, what I would, that's what I was doing. That's exactly what I was doing. Yeah, and I completely adopted that as a as a way to deal with my self deprecation. Mm-hmm. Like when I self-deprecate, I usually do it to uh, you know in absurdum, so I don't have to feel as bad about it. Hey, uh, do you mind if I go get a B E N R? Yes, I already said yes. Okay, well I'm gonna go get a beer. I'll be back. Thank you for being a. Right.